I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, welcome to episode 190 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see this episode is dropping on wednesday november 11th 2015 my name is dan gorman damn that's great it's actually making me crave a girt right now (laughs) (laughs) nice my name is casey lyons and how british am i bond (laughs) my name is greg legro and every year i celebrate by getting blackout drunk care to join me Oh, well, I'll tell you, we're going to celebrate lots this week. We're going to talk about the new Bond film, Spectre. I went and saw Pan, and I'll tell you all about that. (laughs) We listened to some music. We will be rolling for movies next week, uh, and and plus so much more. So much, much more. Plus. uh, Plus so much more for people in Quebec. Uh, but first, we're going to get into the itty-bitty tidbit committee. But even before that, I'm going to tell you that you can rate and review us on iTunes. We love it when people do that. Please continue to keep the ratings coming in. Email us at info at modernsuperior.com if you have any feedback to the show or any uh, things that you want to say after we've talked about movies and such. We you promise can... we will get to your emails. Yeah. We just uh, There's a lot of stuff coming <laughs> in, a lot of stuff going on. Oh, yeah. In and out all the time. Uh, go, go to modernsuperior.com and comment on our discus threads on our posts. So we can read your stuff there. Or tell all your friends about us in real life. And then tell them to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at S-Y-N-W-P-C. That's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Now we will get into the Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee, which mm-hmm. is our segment where we will talk about movies we've been watching, shows we've been watching, movie news, and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you guys saying this week? Do you have a good week? I had a real good it's week. Rainy, I watched rainy Toronto nights. Yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, it's been inclement weather, so yeah. we've just been staying in and watching everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch that World of Warcraft trailer? I did watch that World Holy of Warcraft. Fuck, I don't trailer. give a shit about that. <laughs> yeah, why would I watch that? <laughs> <laughs> I know I didn't watch I, I don't I, play that game but I, watched I was it, like but... I'll watch some crazy fucking things fight each other and then I watched the trailer and I was like no I won't yeah I will not yeah I, I'm wondering like how this movie is going to do because the trailer's already been viewed like a billion times because like Warcraft is so popular yeah, yeah. but That's at the same you time you can do that on your phone yeah nothing. like to actually go and see this thing yeah, yeah. I treated the trailer very much like I treat the game and its enthusiasts. <laughs> I just walked I the used other to like, way. <laughs> I used to like Warcraft when it was like 
not an online well it you could play online but it wasn't like a multiplayer yeah. you know world of spending your really entire know, life in there i'm just like familiar with that mr t commercial for it <laughs> yeah that's like what i know yeah like it used <laughs> to be just like a real-time strategy game like the dune game that they had just uh. like moving people around and fighting people and stuff but then it became like dune a mass game yeah dune 2 like dune yeah yeah there was an amazing... <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't know if you were thinking... It, it, maybe you thought I said doom. <laughs> no, no, no. I, yeah. I, I, saw the, I saw the thought process when I was... You were like, hey, you know, like dune? that Dune game, and I was like, oh, Dune? You were like, yeah, yeah. you know, like Dune. dune. <laughs> Not Doom. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it's made by the same people that made what uh, eventually became World of Warcraft right. uh, back in like the 90s. Right. It was like the first the real-time 90s. strategy. Did you get that? <laughs> the 90s. Casey. The what? <laughs> the flying uh, Great game. Dune 2. Mm-hmm. Boot uh, up DOS and load it up if yeah. you can. <laughs> Boot up your DOSes. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm interested. No. I, you know what? I will watch it if Warm only. Warm up the Commodore 64. For oh, Duncan I'll watch Jones. It falling asleep, uh, uh, you know, on Netflix, though. I Duncan Jones? Yeah, he directed it. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still don't care. I know. No. I, I, I saw that trailer. Yeah. I feel like he could do something good with that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I didn't see source code. It's fun. <laughs> Boom. <Source> code. <laughs> yeah, like the movie, not the code. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, source code. <laughs> yeah, it, uh. it was watchable. It's fun. Yeah, I've heard that. It got yeah. overhyped, I felt. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. It's like a good movie, but people yeah. were like, finally, a great action blockbuster. And I was like, this movie's pretty stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds Still. Like, well, that sounds like Snowpiercer. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. And it's fun. Yeah. yeah, I liked it better than Snowpiercer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of which, that's uh, that's something that Netflix is doing. They're giving mm-hmm. fifty million dollars to uh, oh, yeah. the director of Snowpiercer. Yeah, that I'm not going to uh, try to pronounce his name because I feel like I'm going to his next movie. His next movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're giving him fifty million to uh, to do uh, to drop it. And oh, okay. So I was like, uh, you know, I did not like Snowpiercer. I did like the host. Um, they're doing another. He's doing another monster movie. Yeah. Starring uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm yeah, like, you I was know what? Say, I'm old. cautiously like, optimistic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I really like The Host. It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, speaking of Netflix, uh, I know we're, are we still doing news or can I jump into something I watched? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can jump into something let's we do both a, watched. Yeah, because I watched. Something, something more comfortable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched mm-hmm. the. Heck- Which Dan's already wearing a Silk Nighty, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched the heck out of uh, some. Master of Master of None. None. I watched. Oh yes, indeed. Did I you? watched oh, that yes. movie or that show, uh, fucking obsessively immediately. I didn't yeah. watch all of it. I'm, no, I'm only either. like five or six episodes in. Yeah, I'm three. I watched. Yeah, no, I watched spoiled, all of those oh, things. Good lord, do I love that show! Yeah. It's so fucking good. So if, if you don't know, it's the Netflix show from Aziz Ansari. Uh, I guess that's it. It's like a, sense, sorry. I, a lot of it's directed either by James Ponsolt or um, uh, Eric Wareheim himself. Yeah. yeah. Or who, who also isn't it. And yeah. and there's a lot of producer and written credits by Harris Whittles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which well, made me so sad. Oh, uh, yeah. that every single time I saw it, it just it kind of broke my heart yeah. a little bit. Especially because like it, this show is so fucking good. It's so fucking good. Yeah. And imagine if... if he was still around to have more of a say in it. Imagine how the place is it going to fucking gone. Yeah. Ah, that fucking bums me out. Yeah, Sorry. But anyway, show, oh, God yeah. damn it. That show's so, so good. I love that. It's like, 
like because we've talked a bunch about how not to do the i'm a comedian i'm gonna make a show where i'm the yeah. comedian or like we talked that about that with uh garfunkel notes yeah. and with a bunch of stuff it, it's been done really well but i feel like this is like even better than what we've seen because it's like this at steps... points it's almost just a stand-up special and then mm-hmm. at other points it's like it's like a, almost as if a stand-up special had more than one stand-up because it's like it's just like here's a scene with a dialogue and we're riffing on like a point but it plays into the plot so well because like i don't know how to explain it i think this show this show lends more to uh and now obviously this is another show that does that the show uh, uh, uh takes a lot from what louis started yeah. Where it's like you can have a whole episode about this one little thing that people do mm-hmm. or uh, uh, or, you know, you can have an episode that's just a nice time for some people. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and I feel like with Louie, though, there's more of like, here's his reactions and like, here's like how he's going to navigate this situation. And this is, seems less situational in that it like it does that. But it feels more like there's a disconnect between him and the plot. It's him witnessing these things and being like, here's my thoughts on this dating thing, and it's almost as if it's a stand-up scene, but with all these well, people the in it. the first couple of episodes are taken right out of his last yeah, uh, special. Totally. You know? And but that doesn't feel gross. Like no, when because, no his, I love that. Because yeah. his stand-up isn't, like, really traditional stand-up. It yeah. is a little conversational yeah, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, right? And it really fits into yeah. this kind of thing beautifully. Yeah, like where his where I feel like where his stand up sometimes I felt there were limitations to where you you could do what he's doing on stage like his stand up I always found was like hey it's pretty good and I really like him but this is like let's take his yeah. stand like how this is where it needs to go yeah. well that's that's the great thing because funny. his stand up is so watchable I yeah. love watching well, yeah, it really but good. I don't find myself killing myself laughing at no, it. No, no. I'm just like, this is super entertaining to watch. So yeah, to turn that into a scene yeah. is, is a natural progression. Like his immigrants my, thing was great in the last stand-up thing, but then the second episode of this yeah. uh, show... So good. Oh my God. One of the so best, fucking good. One of the best half an hours of television I've seen in uh, maybe a couple of years. Yeah. Do... Do his actual parents play his parents? I, I assumed as such. That's what yeah. I think it is because really? I kept saying, seeing they're things great. like that. <laughs> but oh my god, they are the—they're one of my favorite things about the show. His yeah. dad is Amazing. fucking. Hilarious. I think I feel like it must be because they have that non-actor thing going on. Yeah, but, but in he, a way that is endearing. Yeah, but also they—they—they like... <laughs> they, they both have like something so watchable that's not just like yeah. oh it's cute because it's his parents. They both like feel like parents, but yeah. not in like a. I'm bringing my parents out. Totally. Um, no, it's so fucking good. I I was like, I don't know if I want to see Eric Wareheim play a real person. <laughs> I was worried about that, and then I, I was, was like, so happy. Oh fuck, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Those, because, are, those are his parents. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, well, fucking yeah, brilliant. Really amazing. Because they are <laughs> when amazing. When Wareheim's not around, I'm like, where is he? I want him back. Yeah. <laughs> not because like it's bad, but just because like I don't know. I yeah. love. But Eric his Wareheim. character is really interesting yeah. because he plays like the kind of like weird comic relief guy yeah. but there's a lot of humanity to his character too he's not like trying to kramer it up or anything yeah. he's just there to be a little bit left of center of everyone else yeah but he's still like his his being there is still organic to to like the feeling yeah. of their little friend group it's hard it's a hard thing to describe because my brother walked in halfway through an episode and he was like what's the plot and i was like uh 
I can't it, like it's I didn't know how to explain it to him because it was like yeah. it doesn't really I mean think everything's connected but it like through yeah, episodes just, just but shut it's, up and get out of the room yeah. and come back yeah. when it's time to watch from the beginning yeah like, uh, <laughs> I was just like because it was an episode uh, later and, and there was a plot to the episode but I was like it's they just, do it, get plottier oh yeah and it's not that mm-hmm. there isn't but it's just it was just hard I was like I don't I, there's no way I'm gonna be able to tell you what's going no, on I couldn't and, like, yeah. just like loop you in yeah. halfway through the parents episode and have you totally get it, or have it be meaningful and truly funny all the exactly. way exactly. Uh, did you guys see the one about uh, Indian actors trying to be actors in, in Hollywood? Mm, no. Oh, boy. So good. Uh, okay, so then good. I'm not going to ruin anything. <laughs> I, I did want to talk about it, but I'll, I'll just leave it where it is. But I, th- that, I don't know if that's my favorite uh, episode, but it's... Super good. It's so fucking good. Yeah. And it's just people reacting the way... It's like a sitcom where people react the way people would react. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah, God damn it! It's it's yeah. so fucking no, good, I can't and I think how it's a huge. I think it's a huge corner. I mean, I went off on a real sitcom rant. I think on yeah, the last yes, episode, I could do that again. I'm not going to, uh-huh. but I could do that again about this show mm-hmm. because I think this show is extremely I feel like we'll important. We'll be talking about it for the next few yeah. weeks. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, you absolutely yeah have to. get on that. And oh, it's, God, it's so and if you loved Aziz Ansari for what you knew of him before, yeah. mm-hmm. which was a lot, which was enough to make up your mind to love Aziz Ansari. Mm-hmm. Watch the show and realize how you didn't even know what the fuck that guy could do. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. It's also presented in such a filmic way, like it's yeah. so it's beautiful. Like yeah. the visual language of the show and how beautiful it is, and and, and the music is the fantastic. Music, the, oh, the titles, man. like the the way the, the title screens are, so are like they're so good. <laughs> it's and so even good. in just the way that the first episode, like like every episode has those credits up front. Mm-hmm. The first time I turned it on, I was like, "Is this not like a full? Is this going to be mini things?" And then I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, okay," because yeah. I'm just not used to a show doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and oh, Home and run. it's just another um, example of how it takes a very specific person to fit in Saturday Night Live. Because uh, my introduction to Noel Wells was Saturday Night Live, and I was like, "You don't belong anywhere." <laughs> uh, and then I saw her on the show, and yeah. I'm like, "Jesus, yeah. yeah!" Just another thing where it's like, "Oh, she's so good, mm-hmm. yeah, so fucking good, terrific, definitely." What else? What else have we been <laughs> Did watching? Did you guys see the one where? He, no, I'm not a fan no. <laughs> of Father John Misty at all. Did you guys see I saw the one that, where? Yeah. That was one of the, that episode. The, that was like the first or second, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, yeah. I think it was one of the first. Where where he's trying to decide what girl to take to the Father yeah, John Misty I saw show. That one. God damn it, that's funny. The girl <laughs> that he takes. God, that's funny. <laughs> Cartman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. What else? Uh, what else, guys? Casey, okay. You said you had a billion things. Okay, all right. We gotta get through them then. Um, All right, real quick. uh, I watched. uh, uh, (laughs) Real quick, I watched. I watched all three uh, Star Wars movies again. Oh wow! You you went now, eh? I'm I'm waiting for December. I tried. Yeah, but I had them. I. uh, got the um, the the despecialized versions, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and and they were just there taunting me. Did you, going, were you able me. to torrent those? You, uh, I was able to acquire them, Greg. Yeah, fair enough. No, <laughs> acquire this thing that doesn't find. exist as a real. <laughs> I have them on VHS. Yeah. yeah, which like which means I would watch them in this room yeah. that we're sitting in. Do I have a TV with a VCR? Uh, built into it? Yeah, right. Which might be kind of great to watch on this tiny screen, and I will probably wait for snow. Yeah. And have like a yeah. Sunday afternoon yeah, yeah. and watch all of them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but if I could get the old ones not fucked with and watch it on yeah. the big TV, yeah. 
Well, the I, D I, that's what I did. The and, D specialized. And I live in a two-TV household. <laughs> so I was going to say. <laughs> um, yeah, this podcast has really become about how many good. TVs you have. Pretty good. <laughs> and how many VCRs. Yeah. Well, the D specialized edition is the one where they like reverse engineered it, right? Uh, it's basically it the, the old the, one. The, I just it, want the old thing. No, the 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 specialized edition is a like a a bunch of people put like hundreds and hundreds of hours into like taking out things from the specialized edition so that it can be the best. So that it's still version of the original. Like still, really, yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is because yeah. it did look absolutely beautiful. Yeah, huh. they did like a lot. Like they it's, like removed yeah. CGI characters right. and like added the proper like. There's like a whole they left video in a about a couple of uh, I think they left in a couple of explosions and stuff like that. You know what I'm going to do fine. is download that and then I'll watch it on my laptop next to my VHS copy and to see, see what see happens. Which one's the most different? And which one I'll watch? <laughs> okay, the whole time can you be going? Haven? <laughs> Are you guys going to watch the uh, the thing that I posted? Did you guys read that thing I posted to you this week on Facebook? Where so so there recently Topher Grace made a did a re-edit. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I actually did that, that a while ago. But then and it there... starts just at the end. It starts at the end of well, Phantom Menace. That's They're not his. Like, None of this. Yeah. yeah. That's not his. What happened oh. was after they, people were saying, well, this is the best way that you can watch the new the, the, the new series, the three, yeah. he edited it to like 80 minutes. And it's mm. just like boom, 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 boom. But then these other uh, guys basically took all three movies, edited into a like 160-something minute version. They completely fucked with the chronology. It's not told in order, which is probably why it starts at the end of one of the movies. Yeah. They've like completely made new arcs for everybody in the sense of like, not the new arcs, but yeah. they've made put the movie in like a different order so that there's like flashbacks and forwards and stuff. Right. And then it's all presented with um, English subtitles, but uh, Japanese overdubs. But the so Japanese, that you're reading like it. the actual Japanese overdubs, yes, which apparently are so good. Like the the voice actors who did the the Japanese overdubs were so good that it it makes it watchable. I think. Well, <laughs> I think uh, also the point is. You're not focusing on the bad performances. You're just focusing on here's Listen, some of the right. script. The bad performances stops needing all the S's on the end of it because <laughs> Ewan McGregor is quite good in all of those movies. Yeah, I did, we just rewatched them, and the whole time through, I'm like, he's doing a really solid job here, man. And particularly in uh, Revenge of the Sith, he's really fucking good in that one. Oh, oh, and he's sure. Fucking, but they just twice they struck out on casting Anakin, and this mm-hmm. is the major problem. But and, Liam and Neeson, somehow they made Natalie Portman suck. Yeah, and Liam Neeson's just really tired. Whatever, oh, he's always tired. Yeah, but he's nuanced <laughs> and tired. Take you. In this, all, it's all the same. <laughs> uh, but in this, he's just he's tired and flat because yeah. there's no characters no. In, uh, in in those movies. Uh, anywho, those movies suck, and uh, Star mm. Wars is great. Yeah. yeah. So what else did you watch? Uh, all right, all right. Here we go. <laughs> I wrote everything down. Um, I I watched a bunch of stuff. Rewatched Minority Report, which is uh, not as good a movie as I thought it was. Oh, really? It's still pretty entertaining. I like that movie. It just has one of those things. I'm going to spoiler uh, Minority Report, so uh, skip ahead. Um, <laughs> Don't. It just has one of those. It just has one of those things at the ending, uh, at the end, where like the you find out who did it, and the guy who did it says that he did it by accident. Yeah. And I just I find that tiresome. Yeah. Um sure that's, you know, maybe that's uh the the fault of the story itself, but whatever. Still a really entertaining really movie to watch. Yeah, it looks really good. There's yep. some excellent it, it sequences looks, it in it. It still looks amazing. Yeah. It's crazy. Um watch that. Watched uh, Top 5 finally. Oh. Chris Rock's movie. Oh, what'd you think of that? I really really liked it. Yeah, I loved the ending. Man. There's uh uh 
there's a couple things about it I didn't like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I thought Cedric the Entertainer did not know. I thought he thought he was in a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> um, but uh, but everything else, it made me love people. Leslie Jones is fucking great. Really good in it. it. Yeah. Uh, I, I was like, okay, there is a use for her, and I'm not worried about uh, uh, Ghostbusters anymore. Nice. Um, That's yeah. a big come around because yeah. it, you were well, like the world's am- most anti. Yeah. Oh, well, I loathe her stand up. And, <laughs> yeah. and again, she's wrong on Saturday Night Live, but in the right thing, she is she like she full-on plays the humanity of a hilarious character Mm -hmm. which is something that i really dig and respect um uh there's a couple things where i was like "Mm, why'd you have to go so hollywood with it yeah right like there's a little bit of that why couldn't it just why couldn't we just have them through that shit fast enough that i didn't really care but it just didn't need to be there like this could have been a more thoughtful movie or it could have been the thoughtful movie it was without going without you know like going well well don't worry if they're uh, uh you know about any sort of infidelity or anything because uh it's uh warranted in this case right. you know like they just they give themselves these little conveniences yeah uh these little outs so you don't have to hate the characters but you don't hate the characters no they can just be more complex characters who do things that adults do that maybe aren't are questionable yeah uh morally uh, you don't have to make excuses for those people. Uh, and I thought it could have been a better movie than it was, but still, I loved it. Yeah, I really I, loved watching. Far, it. Like Chris Rock has been, you know, one of the one of the best stand-up comedians, you know, of all time. I'd say. Yeah, I think he's earned that. And who oh, just absolutely. cannot make good movies? No, like he just it just doesn't work. His thing has just never worked in a movie. So for this to work as well as it does. I think is a huge accomplishment that he's got a working movie because well, I think it, it was really entertaining the whole way through. And yeah, man, yeah, man I got I was like pretty good, pretty good. Like, didn't like that, like this a lot. But then that ending, I was like, right on, man. That was like, I just I loved how I just I don't want to talk about it because it, it just lands so nicely. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I just kind of found it like um, I found the ending a little overwrought. Like like it could have it could have been in the car when it and just like I mean like the last like. Oh, oh, like everything seconds. in the car. Yeah, every. Uh, oh, yeah, like when he drops her off. Yeah, after that. Um. Oh, after that. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. I was just like, right on, man. That's tight. Yeah, very good. Uh, also, I think one of the funnier things that I uh, uh, that I saw because like there's a scene at a strip club with uh, him and some of his comedian comedian friends, and um, Jerry Seinfeld is there trying to play sort of out of type, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld cannot make it rain. He's not good at making it rain. <laughs> There's a scene where he's supposed to be doing it, but he's he's all thumbs. <laughs> he's really not good at it. But uh, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, what uh, what uh, what are you guys? Watching? I watched something again that I've talked about on the show before, so I'm not going to talk about it long. But at the risk of overhyping this movie, quite cool. <laughs> I <laughs> saw that you cool. watched that again. Yeah, quite cool. Uh, you got to watch it. <laughs> You gotta watch it. Absolutely. That's all I will say. I know I've talked about it. James mm-hmm. Remar. It's an eighties action film. Yep. It's just it's delightful. Yeah. Um second time it was it was a charm. Yeah. yeah. It's just right. such a fun movie. Um yeah. but I did watch another thing I don't want to talk about quick, I did finally get around to Jurassic World. Yeah, well, yeah which yeah, is your uh, yeah. little review. Which was what it yeah. Yeah. I expected of yeah. it, I guess. Not, I and not, I thought like so good. I thought like I've waited so long, I've let it all die down, yeah. I'm gonna experience this for what it is, yeah. and I was just like, you yeah, know, you like, did. And not very good movie. Yeah, there's stuff <laughs> yeah. in it that there's stuff in it that is fun 
There's some good action scenes that are entertaining, but it just really doesn't hang together as no, a whole. Man. And the first half hour of that movie is shockingly unengaging. Yes. Yeah. It's just, it, it does not open on a way, like it, it felt like a slog until it started to get moving. It's like the gears are grinding and they're like, okay, well now I can just watch the pretty action scenes. But like, yeah. But just, even those just kind of feel yeah. like, uh, here's one, here's one, here's yeah. one. And mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, not good. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Greg, I saw a couple of things. One, I'll, I'll, I'll get into this one first, and then I'll, I'll tell you what else I watched. Because um, we were talking about it a couple of minutes ago before we started recording. I saw Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, new uh, Kurt Russell film with uh, Richard Jenkins and mm-hmm. uh, Matthew Fox. Yeah. Um, Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I was really excited to see this because uh, I love Kurt Russell. He's fucking, he's the best. Yeah, and uh, and I like fucking moody westerns. It's yeah, pretty fucking right on. I was super duper excited, and I was not even remotely let down. <laughs> I it's loved this movie. It's one of my top five movies of the year. Oh, easily, yeah. easily. Um, and it's uh, listen. I've seen a lot of fucked up movies. And yeah, a lot of fucked up things in movies. Yeah, and I knew something fucked up was going to happen in this. Yeah, movie. because I spent yes. all of last episode or the episode before <laughs> going on and on about how. Horrifying yeah, yeah. And Gavin, a uh, friend of the show, Gavin Fox, he texted me and he's like, there's this thing in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, all right. I'm fucking, I've seen some fucking stuff. <laughs> and then I saw that and I went, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and I was watching with Athena who fell asleep fairly early on <laughs> and she woke up only for that moment yeah. uh, and was, I don't know if she's ever been horrified, more horrified <laughs> by anything. It's uh, super duper intense. Now that being said, um, it's awesome. <laughs> it, it's such it's one a, of the craziest things I've ever seen in a movie, and I'm just like, what? So it fucking it, it. It does exactly <laughs> what it needs to do, yeah. which is which is um, shows you the urgency with which they need to get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah, there. Right? I never, oh man. And it's just that we that yeah, it's an escalating little thing. <laughs> yeah. um, so well, I'm gonna now, have to watch it. Other than just seeing the sh- most shocking thing you're gonna see in a movie this year, um, the performances. What did you think of Matthew Fox? Matthew Fox was fucking amazing. He might have been if if Richard if Jenkins, Jenkins hadn't been so, in that movie, <laughs> yeah. he would have been my favorite thing about Maybe that movie. So. Kurt Russell just is in there to like hold the whole fucking thing together, like, and he does and perfectly. I feel like, and, and it felt it's really like that guy just doesn't age, man. Kurt he Russell looks was, the fucking same. He does, and he's just got the same swagger. And there's just like his there. There's a there's all this wonderful smallness to his performance. Actually, for a Kurt Russell thing, like he is really reserved, and it's yeah. really fucking good. The, the first scene with him and Richard Jenkins with the with the chowder. Man, yeah, fucking Richard Jenkins. Oh my is god, just fucking! Oh, he's got all. He's, it's like fucking. I'm not a jazz guy, but all jazz. Like it's all fucking weird beats and craziness, and like so engaging and wicked. And Kurt Russell's so smooth and like precise, really, uh, uh, you know, focused uh, moments in, yeah. this, in this. Really, ah oh, man, what a good fucking movie! What a good movie! And the Every, music was great. The music is fucking it was phenomenal. At, it was like it so was understated, both ominous but... and mournful. It was yeah. really fuck, man. What a it movie. really set the tone. Yeah. It's one of those movies where people pop up and you kind of go, Fred Malamud. Oh, I love yeah, him. Yeah. He's fucking great. Uh, 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 Sean Young is in it, but she didn't take she's anything away. No, she's terrible. She's still like, hey, I'm no good. Still, yeah. <laughs> she she just kind of she just kind of shows up for a bit and kind of goes like, um, I'm I'm trying. God bless me. <laughs> 
And then she just goes away. I don't know fun. what this picture's about. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in the pictures. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Fucking David Arquette's great in David it. David Arquette is fucking great. Sid Haig is fucking great. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Uh, um, uh, I yeah. will watch this again very soon. Very soon. I might actually skip that scene though. <laughs> I, I don't know if my I don't know if I can handle it no, again. Man, it's so fucking bonkers. because it's you're, not... you're building it up, man. Oh man, right, right, listen, I'm gonna dude. watch it, but yeah, yeah. I, I feel like thing. there's some hype it's... going. No, 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 no. Some, there's nothing machine. more fucking fucked up that's happened in a movie in the last couple of years. <laughs> it's, uh, you know what I will say elevates this horrifying thing is uh, the performance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, th- I don't want to. I'm looking it. forward to seeing this. It's a horrifying thing that happens yeah. in a really measured, well paced, well written, well performed, well directed movie. So it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I was just, I just hijacked your sentence. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> That, but yeah, but I don't have the rest of the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, it's hot in here. And I'm warm again. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it doesn't feel like, uh, you know, they, they they wrote, they thought of this thing to do. To do, to yeah, write a movie yeah. Around it, you know, or they're just going to hang their hat on this one crazy thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it just, this is exactly what has to go down. This yeah. is what you have to see to understand. Yeah. This is why why no one will go with them there, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But also it's why it, you, you, you shouldn't see that part. Uh, <laughs> it's so bad. Fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, top five on the year, easy. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I don't have a list going yet. Mm-hmm. On the year, but I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if I've been so. And part of it's just like fucking Kurt Russell, man. Welcome back, man. Yeah, uh, too uh, long. I uh, uh, are 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 we yeah, settled yeah. there? Yeah, I think I'm I'm good there. Uh, I saw what is now my favorite movie of 2013. Wait, when did Lewin Davis come out? <laughs> Sorry, when did Lewin Davis come out? Was that 14? Uh, no, I think that was 13. 13, maybe. Okay, I saw a tie for my favorite movie yeah. of 2013. Uh-huh. Uh, I wish to God I could remember which of our uh, uh, listeners told us to watch this movie when we were talking about the movie Room and how great Brie Larson was in it. Oh, Short Term 12. I watched Short Term 12. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, Inside Lou and Davis was 2013. Okay. Uh, so it's a tie. Uh, holy fuck, you guys. Short Term 12. See that movie immediately. I think when we were talking about Room, I said people are saying that Brie Larson is, if you think she's a revelation, then you must not have seen Short Term 12. And that I was afraid to watch it because I had heard it was... A, like a very intense and sad movie and then a, and listener, then a listener said listener said don't be don't afraid be to see a, it yeah. you have to go see it and i was combing through facebook trying to find out who that listener yeah. was so that i could thank them on the show yeah. for fucking bringing up this movie because it's a movie that i'd heard of and and, and like been like oh you got to see that movie kind of yeah. thing but then it kind of passed by and then and then that listener said you got to watch this yeah. uh, you got to watch this movie and i did and uh, oh, oh my god you guys it's it's really, really something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I could compare it to something. I suppose I probably could, but I don't want to. It's about uh, it's about these kind of uh, younger adults who work in a halfway home for uh, very troubled youths. Uh, uh, it, one of whom it, it, it's his first day uh, mm-hmm. uh, working there, and um, and this new girl comes in, and and it's about uh, Brie Larson is working there, and Brie Larson understands these kids because she herself was one of them. A lot of the the people working there kind of came from that background, yeah. So they understand that. And they kind of got out. Uh, she's sort of straddling the line between, uh, uh, you know, dealing with her past and trying to help these kids out of their own situations. Um, 
Uh, I, I can't say that there's a breakout performance in it, although I desperately want to. Mm-hmm. Everybody is fucking perfect in it. Uh, Keith Stanfield, this guy Keith Stanfield. Now, he played Snoop in uh, oh, Straight Outta Compton. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, he pops up in little things. He was in uh, Dope as well. Mm. Um, he pops up in little things here and there. But uh, he he plays this guy Marcus in, in in this movie this real troubled guy who uh, who's a, a hip hop guy. Uh-huh. Um, he himself, Keith Stanfield, is a hip hop guy. Like he makes hip hop okay. um, because uh, one of his songs is at the end of the the movie uh-huh. and it's great. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, his, his performance is um, it's really something. Uh-huh. I don't want to say too much more about it other yeah, than no, please check this, yeah. please check this movie out yeah. and uh, have fun uh, crying, you jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, boy, yeah. you will you will tear up. Yeah. yeah, you will not not tear up. Uh-huh. Um, I f- almost forgot. I-, I was done for the bits until I remembered. I saw. Um, I so I saw the documentary by the guy that made The Shining, uh, Room Two Thirty Seven. Yeah. Well, he made the movie The Nightmare this year, so it's about sleep paralysis. Right. Oh, I saw. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So I watched that. Um, and I was really watch that. I really, really enjoyed it, but I but with a big caveat, which is if if I don't think anyone that saw Room Two Three Seven would be surprised, but like if you go into the nightmare kind of expecting no. if if you go in expecting <laughs> I'll understand more about Yeah, the, about See, I this. didn't know it was him who made okay. it. So I went in and like, Oh fuck, I I'm really curious about that. Yeah. So it's because it's basically like here's a bunch of people recounting the stories of being in sleep paralysis, and yeah. we are reenacting them stylishly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But there's oh, no I don't like that. But there's no they you know, they don't really get into the science. They 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 no, talk no. a little bit about here's what happens when Have I you, went to the doctor. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? I've never no. had like I've had things where I was almost asleep but not asleep and you're stuck in that I've had yeah sure sure I've had that and then had something like feel like it's there and then I wake up and I like almost have a heart attack from what it feels like but I've never been but it's like an extended I've never been to what these people experience from what I understand it deals very largely with monsters like sleep paralysis comes with monsters well no not exactly Uh, because um it happens to Athena now and again. Now and again. Oh right! But and I and you it, like stress and all kinds of shit yeah. bring it on. And I actually had it happen to me, like maybe a year ago. Oh right! Uh, and what it is because your body uh, there's a uh, a toxin that's released by your brain that keeps you basically paralyzed where you sleep, so mm-hmm. you don't act out your dreams and fucking fall out of bed or whatever. The yeah, shit. it's just something your body does. Is right? that is that like somnambulists don't have that toxin? Is no, that... no, you have that thing, but you wake up while it's still in effect. Right. So you wake up and you're fuzzy and you're fucked up, but you're like you aware move. enough that you're awake, but you cannot move. Right. Yeah. And you're like, and so when it, when it happened to me, I was trying desperately to sit up, but I couldn't. It was like there was 10,000 pounds on my chest and I was like, and, but because your brain, you go into panic mode because you can't move other just weird shit, whatever shadows yeah. feel because you're fuzzy. Right. So it, you get you a lot, most people get this feeling of there is a presence in the room or a threat in the room, yeah. and because you can't move, right? So it's just it's just your body reacting to fear yeah. and confusion, right? Right. Which I was I was like, oh, this totally explains everyone who thinks they've been abducted by aliens. Yeah, because it really fucks you up. Like I felt weird as shit all day because of it. Right. It's a really weird thing. Yeah. It's only happened the one time, but. Yeah, yeah, it's alarming. So I was like, pretty fuck it. So that had just happened to me. So I watched this thing. I'm like, oh, cool. Let's. I, I really want to know more about this. But I'm watching. I'm like, 
Well, this is just like dressing it up, man. <laughs> yeah, I like. I mean, it, it was fairly interesting. It yeah. looks cool, and I was like, "Yeah, that's." Creepy. I think it's a really cool, fun, like freaky movie to watch. It was never scary to me. I know people have said it's like the most frightening documentary ever, but like, I, like I enjoyed it for what it is. But you will not like it if you are looking to glean anything from it, no. other than this is a crazy phenomenon. Yeah, and these, you know, visual... do they even say what causes it? Like, cause they I mean, talk about it I a just little. Googled it, and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah. <laughs> It's not the kind of movie you're going to go to and be like, I'm going to understand why it happens and what happens when you go to the doctor. Like, they mentioned, like, I went to the doctor and they said, change your lifestyle. Don't eat bad food. And And just, like, don't quit only partially waking up. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like stress and diet and, you know. But I enjoy, yeah. Like Emma, Emma didn't love it because she she fell asleep watching it. And then I finished it and it was like, I, I understand that. Yeah. reaction because i was kind of like i can get that I, about about the halfway point i had to kind of flip the switch and be like i have to watch it now for what it is being and not yeah. for what i want it to be yeah, yeah. but i enjoyed I did it the same thing but yeah. the flip the so turn it off it was <laughs> off I but i i love room 237 so yeah yeah i love 227 mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah uh yeah, mm-hmm. mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. what else great yeah yeah what do you yeah. guys yeah. else watch i what watched else did you watch? i watched one other movie um, because I couldn't sleep and I was just like, I just need garbage. I wanted garbage flashiness and I watched a movie that one of you have seen. I okay. think it was you, Casey, because uh, it was a loser movie for us many, many, many well, some summer. Yeah. I watched uh, R.I.P.D. Oh, yeah, that was oh, yeah, a Casey, wasn't it? Did you see that movie? <laughs> I hate that fucking Holy movie. Fuck that movie sucks. It's so aggressively bad. It's aggressively bad. It's uh, it's it's angeringly bad. Yeah, and it just so it wants to be Men in Black so so bad. Yeah, and then when it to does... the point where it's just like fuck it, we're Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it written by anyone or like like no? Like, it seem like no. It. I, like <laughs> nor was it directly involved by with Men in Black because it feels like one of those things that you would be like, oh, this is the writer trying I to wonder. like go back to that I'll well. Take a look, but yeah, it, it's very. I, I, I feel like somebody was involved. But like a producer just, was like, let's yeah. do it again. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's uh, from the guys that brought yeah. you. From some guys know. who saw Men in Black. Yeah. yeah. I was in the room uh, at, in a building that they greenlit that movie in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what boy. a fucking trash heap. Ooh, and it's not just, uh, you know, that it's shitty. <laughs> it's it's so shitty. It's and the effects so are bad. fucking terrible. It's well. The effects are stolen. The design of the effects are stolen directly from Men in Black. Yeah. So that they they've got that but same cartoonish. The, the fucking Men in Black effects from the nineties look better than this. Man, man, man! This movie sucks. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about it. Everyone yeah. in it. I hated Jeff Bridges. In Who it. was it? I can't remember. Maybe it's another podcast that talked about it. Uh, um, but uh, someone said that Jeff Bridges burnt off all of. The goodwill he created a year before with True Grit yeah. by <laughs> bastardizing that same character for this fucking shithouse movie. Yeah. Well, Man. I'm not going to watch that. Don't. Don't. <laughs> oh. Don't bother. It's not even like, oh, this might be dumb and fun to check out. Yeah. yeah. No. No, well, that's, what I, that's the kind of movie I would have watched, but then when I heard from you, it wasn't. I was like, I don't know. And then I just forgot it ever existed. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, it's yeah. been sitting on, that's like, the right state on of Netflix being. and yeah. it's just there in front of me and I'm like, Colors, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> why not? No, yeah, see, totally that's that. exactly that's the kind of movie that I would be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. why not? No, <laughs> no, I feel like you still might. Uh, I don't you know. Go, ah, I got two it. for two. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I watched the whole thing. Just like I knew, like ten minutes in, I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> 
Like, yeah. but I don't care. Yeah. I'll just keep watching it. Uh, <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> well, this is all I deserve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, yeah, it just, everything. Uh, uh, it's not ever funny. It's not ever exciting. It's not ever thrilling, and it never looks good. It never looks good. All it does is just constantly break its own rules. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's zero sense whatsoever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's the dumbest piece of crap. Yeah. Um, and, and a big joke of the movie is predicated on the fact that uh, an older Chinese man would hang out with a hot blonde lady. Yeah. And that is hilarious <laughs> to these people. It's the fucking dumbest oh, piece of shit. Oh, what an odd couple. Yeah. Yeah. They're the original odd, odd couple. couple. <sighs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a real just, nightmare. Just stop it, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Cut it out, twitted guy. <laughs> and by by which I mean uh, making movies. <laughs> You're not doing it right. Mm. Um, I saw one other thing. I'll speak about briefly mm-hmm. while we're young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw a movie. Mm-hmm. I will also speak <laughs> about it while we're young. Yeah, yeah Noah Noah Baumbach. Baumbach. Once again, Noah Baumbach teams up with Ben Stiller to make me question my life choices, <laughs> <laughs> uh, much like they did with Greenberg. I really liked uh, while we're young. I I really really liked it. it like it, a lot. I really. It liked feels it. like it, it 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 takes a turn. It definitely takes a turn in the final act. It it becomes it, it's it's so funny. It it's a bunch of different movies yeah. all the way through, though. Yeah, but it's it's one very specific narrative. Yeah, but it's about something else. It's just it's. Uh, I don't know if I want to even get into what it's really about, nah, you guys. Yeah. But but it really tells a, a story of of sort of ambition and um, yeah. And what it takes to make art, and what it takes uh, for an artist to make art, mm-hmm. and who's a real artist and who isn't, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the art speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it's about so much more than that as well. It's totally. About, it's about uh, uh, a man coming to terms. Uh, well, it's about a couple. It really focuses on Ben Stiller's character more so than mm-hmm. uh, Naomi Watts. I would have liked to have heard a little bit more from Naomi Watts' I, I uh, perspective. Uh, because I thought that her character could have been more interested, interesting than they let her be. Yeah. Um, but but it is very much about Ben Stiller's character. Uh, and, and it's about him, um, how he's evolved as an artist, but wh- what he's let himself become in terms of being as self-important as you need to be to be an artist. Yeah. God, I got to stop talking about this. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's really great. And I liked it a lot. I will say is... Uh, Adam Horowitz is so, so good. good in him. So yeah. If you want to see Ad yeah. Rock, wear some slacks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the movie. They play him per, uh, like because you knowing how cool. Yeah, Adam that he's Ad- one of the architects <laughs> of coolness. Yeah, to, they they play him just the right way. But the fucking great thing about it is that they don't do that. They yeah. don't kind of go like. Here's it's a not, cool guy yeah. wearing slacks. No. He's just a guy playing a character, and he has this one moment in it. He doesn't really have that much to do. He just has this one moment that uh, will really touch you. Uh, I think I know what you mean. Uh, I, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Just as a as a parent, it's something that will really touch you. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, I don't want to say say what it is, but yeah. ch- check it's out It's a really this movie. good movie. And it's, it, not, it's not Noah Baumbach's best, yeah. but, uh, but it's... 
super great yeah. and god damn it adam driver just keeps doing things that make me fucking love that <laughs> noisy dick <laughs> long time listeners yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's a and, that's a deep cut and deep yeah. see you next wednesday and it's cut. really yeah like it's really um it talks a lot it, it, like it's about so much like you what you're saying you're going through all these things that it's, ta- it's about but like that kind of like like when they show up at like their friend's house and their friends aren't really who they thought they were and like all, like all this like like potpourri of things you might experience in your life and there's like and and like the envy of like these potpourri. younger people yeah <laughs> potpourri <laughs> Pot, sorry, I curry. You just, you just, you sat there and went, "Am I gonna jump on him for this?" I don't know. And then it exploded yeah. out of you. You were like, "You know what? Maybe I'm pot free." <laughs> Boom! You said it wrong. You fucking said it wrong, you idiot. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Oh, that's gonna uh, shake me for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, but anyway, it talks about a lot of stuff that I feel like anybody encroaching upon be- becoming older is going to deal with in ways that are relatable, but also funny yeah. in a very f- entertaining way. And the amazing thing is it uh, the the it straddles this line between like because you're, you're following him through this thing that he's going through and you're like yeah man I totally get it and I totally see what you're seeing and I understand why you're seeing it that way because you are older and you do get it now Um, but then immediately you're like Ah, but you don't get it because yeah. you're, like, you're doing this thing. Like, you really, you're on and off again with him totally. the whole way in the fucking, in the most interesting way. Ben Stiller's I fucking think that, I really like that about Bombac. Uh, yeah. I feel like a yeah. lot of his movies do that kind of like, I mean, a lot of people hated Greenberg because he's oh, just man, I love such. Greenberg. Yeah, he, fuck whoever didn't like that movie. I, I love, love it movie. so much, but he is uh, like I had friends that turned it off just because of how like shitty he is as a guy. <laughs> he was like, if I had to watch my somebody I know was like, if I had to watch one more scene of him like being a horrible person to Greta Gertwig, I yeah. was just like, fuck this movie. Yeah. But like, it's such a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this totally made me uh, made me want to go back and watch Francis Ha again. So good because yeah, oh, brilliant uh, movie. Yeah, I I I. I feel like um, I just want to try a different perspective. Yeah, mm. I don't um, know if I like it anymore, but we'll see. Forty-five minutes in, should, yeah. oh, do we got any last? Uh, I've got one, calling all tidbits. I've got one Ooh. very quick thing. I watched uh, part of a movie. I, I started watching it late, so I fell asleep because I'm an older gentleman. Jump now. right into mm. the middle. That part. Um, that what? You jump right into the middle. Is that the part you watched of this movie? Uh, yeah. You started at the end. <laughs> no, I started it in the yeah, middle. Okay. And then I ended up at the beginning. <laughs> I watched it in reverse. It was weird. Uh, I watched the first maybe 40 minutes of a movie called Just Before Dawn oh. that you, Dan Corman, mm. suggested. Couldn't make it through. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't make it through without falling asleep okay. because I started it at 10 p.m. Oh, the fact that idea. I was awake at 10 p.m. <laughs> was mind-blowing. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to try and watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh, but what I saw, I was like, I, I'm not even at a point where they've gotten anywhere yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a very measured movie. Yeah. But I'm like, I like what they're setting up so far. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, man, George Kennedy, I believe him as a as like a forest yeah. ranger guy. <laughs> um, Definitely watch it again later at night, but not that late. Like watch it maybe two hours earlier than that with the 
like because the sound design of that movie is so fucking good yeah you, know, you, you, you gotta be like awake enough to pay attention <laughs> but i know what you mean it's very measured yeah yeah and i like i i liked a lot of the acting actually yeah i was like uh, there, there's something to this there's something definitely about it yeah, yeah. so cool yeah. i want to know what you think uh when it gets crazy the ending holy shit yeah, yeah. i didn't i didn't get there yeah <laughs> should have started there mm. All right. <laughs> well should we start Film roulette? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Boo! Potpourri! (laughs) That was the potpourri of segues. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good this week. Greg and Casey went and saw the new Bond film, Spectre, but the loser has to go see something terrible. I watched Pan, Um, (laughs) but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. I gave these guys an album from 2015 by the band Helvetia, and we'll talk about that role for movies next week and more. Uh, So let's get right into it. You guys, you went and saw Spectre. Mm. This is directed by Sam Mendes again, uh, starring Daniel Craig, Christoph Waltz, Leah Sadu, and more. Uh, IMDb describes the plot of Spectre as a cryptic message from Bond's past sends him on a trail to uncover a sinister organization. While M battles political forces to keep the Secret Service alive, Bond peels back the layers of deceit to reveal the terrible truth behind Spectre. Um, long run, is this the, is this the last Daniel Craig? Bond That's film? what they're saying. What they're saying. Um, so Sam Mendes, he did Skyfall. Did he also do who? Who did uh, Casino Royale? Um, Another fellow. Uh, uh, whoever did like Goldeneye and shit. Okay. Um, really? Um, yeah. Which I'm like. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy because Casino Royale is fucking awesome. It's so good. Yeah. It's so different. You, you know what yeah. else is so, so good? Martin fucking, Campbell. Yeah. Oh, Marty Campbell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did Goldeneye, Mask of Zorro, Green Lantern. Why did he make this one amazing movie? Yeah, it's so. Amazing. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? He wa- he made uh, something. He did the original British Edge of Darkness, which was remade uh, with Mel Gibson. Oh, and he also did uh, No Escape, which I've always wanted to see but never have. Kevin Costner, No Escape. No, Ray Liotta, Lance Hendrickson. Uh, oh, on an island. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, the uh, yeah. <laughs> that movie's supposed to be yeah. crazy. Prisoners. Yeah. Gotta, you know, oh yeah, you should see No Escape. I got it. It's made for you, buddy. Yeah, I got it on that tape. Waiting. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Spectre. Uh, yeah. How? What were, would, were we all on the same page about Skyfall? I really liked Skyfall. I, I loved Skyfall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Man, Skyfall. So now, now listeners may know I have I have zero emotional stock in the Bond franchise. Me too. I don't care about any of it other than these Daniel Craig ones. I haven't which cared I, until these either. Yeah. I liked, uh, I loved Casino Royale, uh-huh. did not like Quantum of Solace, Correct. loved Skyfall, Yes. and so then I saw Spectre. Yeah. Um, I like Bond a lot. I'm not like a passionate Bond fan. I've seen probably like 75% of the movies. Yeah. Um, I feel like I haven't seen them all, but I I've don't- I've seen a couple. I, I don't even know. I, I might have seen them all. Um, I grew up on the Roger Moore ones. He was always my Bond. I love those movies. They're terrible, some of them, but I, they're <laughs> great. Like Moonraker is a horrible nah, movie. That's, yeah, but I've seen it like eight <laughs> times. And I'll watch it again. Yeah, because it's so bad. Yeah, it's wicked. 
Um, yeah, so I, like I don't have anything like invested. I don't. I'm not okay. Like, I really like a Bond movie, but I can also like totally not watch one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, the Daniel Craig stuff I've been so so into. I hated the Pierce Brosnan run. I don't like any of those movies. Yeah, see, um, I remember when Gold Gold and I Goldfinger when Gold and I came out. Yeah, and like people were saying it was so great, and I remember yeah. watching it as like a younger like a like a teenager yeah, and being yeah. like, "This is fucking bullshit." Because I was already into like whatever, not hardcore, but like harder action movies and I was like this is just some stupid bullshit where he's jumping over bullets and yeah, shit and yeah. I'm watching like Fucking Die Hard I 1 think... like that's my jam like yeah. <laughs> but then when these ones came out I was like holy shit these are great and I even like Quantum of Solace it's sh- awfully directed yeah. Yeah. but I really like it There's as some, just an yeah. entertaining There's movie some stuff in it yeah, oh, horrible. I think I saw Goldeneye with you, Casey. Uh, it's possible. Well, I think uh, we watched it at your parents' place. Yeah, you know what? That's Thanksgiving when we were in the college. Yeah, because yeah. we were like, eh, whatever, why not? <laughs> and we watched it, and, yeah. and it was dumb. It was terrible. Um, so, yeah, Spectre, I was pretty excited because uh, with uh, Sam Mendes being back to direct yeah. again. And, and again, and fucking Skyfall could do no wrong. I oh, love that. Man, it's, imagery... it's even my favorite Bond song. Yeah. That Skyfall oh, song. fuck, it's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that one in, like, Live and Let Die. Like, that's pretty much as yeah. good as you're going to get. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Spectre. What's, uh, how'd you, what'd you, what'd you, what'd you think, how'd you, Well, as somebody who, again, uh, I'm I'm aware of the other characters, uh, you know, the characters mm-hmm. made famous by older Bond movies and everything, um, but I don't care about them. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to see a fun action movie. And you know what? This is a fun action movie. Um, it's got its fun action moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, but by the end of it, I was like... I didn't care about that movie. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I didn't like this movie. Yeah, I uh, it had some. It had a couple of fun little I things. It, you know, I thought the opening, the first like ten fifteen minutes, man, I was in love with it. It looked so good. It looked nice and gritty. It looked yeah, gritty enough, and, but it was fall fucking. It was so stylish too. Yeah. With the walk down the side of the building and just like casual with the fucking gun, and then the crazy helicopter fight i'm like i'm fucking so down for this <laughs> sounds movie. sweet yeah <laughs> i'm just so so in and then the rest of the movie started happening and i'm like i don't care about any of this <laughs> well that's the thing a lot of the emotional stake in this movie is predicated on member other characters <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. that's that's what this movie does and i'm like no, no, and I like, don't know. I don't know who those characters are. So maybe if I did care, maybe if I was a big Bond guy, then this would all be blowing my shit up. Yeah, but here's the thing: is like because they, they they just say all of these people. Yeah, this. Yeah, huh? they don't say like this or this is how this all connects. They just go, "Hey, remember that guy? Yeah." Him too. <laughs> That's totally what it is. What if I said this name right now? <laughs> is it I'll like show you a picture too? <laughs> yeah, now, remember. Yeah, is it that like, was the weirdest fucking <laughs> thing like, about man, it. This, this, is it a reveal of like remember all these people? They were in on it too. Um, no. Just no, like, remember all the bad guys? Yeah, the, them. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like like literally, and it's like. But is uh, it what, like because as somebody who does, like because I just assume all I know about this movie is that it's Spectre, and that's like some kind of 
Like, there's some secret organization. Yeah. Is it like a, there's no reveal of, like, these people you thought were this or actually that? Is no. it all just, like, they're involved or Inspector. what? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, it's another one of those things that I was talking about when we were talking about Mission Impossible. It's one yeah. of those things where it's like they, they take... Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One of the hot button issues in America today uh, it's a British spy thing, but the, mm. well, okay, no, it, it, it's a global thing. Obviously, yeah, surveillance, uh, surveillance is, is is a global thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, but they take one of the hot button topics of today, and they and they go, um, that's what this one's about. <laughs> you know. So so they go like they're they're trying to bring back all of these kind of little nods to the whole uh, series of, of Bond kind of mm-hmm. thing. But I don't really know or care what Spectre is. Like, in this no, movie... they're like, you know, we are Spectre. What do you do? Ah, nothing. Nah, well, <laughs> okay. We blow some stuff up. Yeah. Why do you blow those things up? <laughs> Surveillance? <laughs> I didn't... Because, again, it's the same thing with the Mission Impossible movies. I'm like, stop looking inward in this thing. Like, I'm so sick of it. And I don't need, and I found w- with these Bond movies, like with Skyfall, that was the one where I was like, okay, enough of this, like making it all kind of one big story, because I, I find that exhausting with Bond and it doesn't fit right. Yeah. And so there's just too much. I don't give a fuck about Vesper and I don't care. Yeah. Really don't. Yeah. Don't want it no more. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and like, stop. You can bring back characters from Bond movies that I've seen and yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If you, if you weave them back into the story. Mm. I don't care. Again, I felt like this movie was very much not for me, but at the same time, I felt like it was uh, kind of a kick in the nuts to Bond fans because, again, it was just them going, these characters. Yeah. You remember them. Mm-hmm. What if I say oh, this name? <laughs> like it, It's just like cheap. It just feels yeah, yeah. cheap. And, yeah, and they made a lot of... Uh, Ballyhoo about uh, the oldest Bond girl ever. Oh, was yeah, like, Monica cool, Bellucci. Yeah. She was in the movie very for, briefly. For a couple of minutes. And that scene felt like it felt really clumsily equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, don't worry, guys. Bond will fucking old lady. <laughs> but he won't love her. <laughs> no. She's old enough for well, banging, but not for loving. Well, who could? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. I thought Dave Batista was just wasted. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, he said I didn't one word. Know that he was in. Yeah, he said one word, and it was like Groot. <laughs> I wasn't sure what it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that word was blah. <laughs> and then, and then he was gone. 
like I, I was like, you've got this guy, this fucking huge dude, this huge dude who looks like a Bond villain. Yeah, totally. Like, who looks like a Bond henchman guy who could give you. Uh, like who can deliver fucking lines? Yeah. Like this guy can fucking deliver a performance, but but all they gave him were some pointy thumbs that he only yeah. uses one. Yeah, he was Mister Pointy Five Thumbs. Pointy th- <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, uh, immediately, like I, I enjoyed watching it because like like there was a couple of scenes yeah. that were all right. But uh, yeah, largely it was uh, it was forgettable because it was just like action, just like we were talking about Mission Impossible, action set piece, action set piece. But these ones didn't land with me. Like when I think of when I just take the story out of Skyfall, there's so much great imagery and photography of that film. The top of the fucking train fight, amazing. Yeah, yeah. you know the the chase that leads up to that. The the silhouette. Fight in the uh, the apartment building like, uh, in the window up on the uh, amazing and looked beautiful. It, there's like there are, you know you could take just stills from about every five minutes in Skyfall and yeah. it's a beautiful photograph. Yeah, you know. And there was some of that in this a little bit of like where I was like that's framed gorgeously. You yeah, know? there was some of that, but not as much. But and, it felt like Sam Mend- uh, Sam Mendes was really phoning it in. Yeah, it, well, it just the story is. Yeah, it's pretty flat. Pretty, I don't give a fuck. It's not really thoughtful or creative or really like weaving. Really through. not creative. No, no, and it's a bummer. And it, but again, that opening, I was like, I was so down for it. It looked so good. The movement of the camera, the colors. I was just like, this is going to be fantastic. And, and I was like, please, let's be away from the you know the the all the the somberness of Skyfall. And now we can have this crazy bond have fun, adventure, like a big fun. Like where he's going to take on this crazy. We'll get into Spectre and how they're fucking this crazy terrorist organization. But instead, it's just like, yeah, I remember those movies that are better than this one. Thanks for yeah. reminding me. <laughs> yeah, and and I want Spectre to just be an evil corporation, or not sure. a corporation, but an e- an evil co- collection of terrorists kind of thing. Like, I wanted there to not have to be an explanation of the morality of, of no. the bad guys, yeah. because I don't care. I just want some bad guys. Like, you can't just have bad guys anymore. But like, and, and I like a movie where you can see the bad guy's point of view. Yeah. It kind of creates this this sort of, like, uh, um, divergence in your, your sort of allegiance. But yeah. I just wanted these guys to just be bad guys. You know what I really didn't like? I found uh, uh, Christoph Waltz's, and I love Christoph Waltz. Yeah. I found his Bond villain to be entirely ineffectual. Yeah. Um, there's a point where they've got a real classic bond is is trapped in a contraption yeah. that the the, the the laser going up to his balls that type of thing <laughs> yeah, don't where really that, that the thing. that the villain is is controlling and the villain is like now if i do this with this machine this will happen to you permanently <laughs> yeah, and then and he then... does that but nothing happens it, happen it at all. doesn't do anything no. bond just goes no nah, it didn't work <laughs> <laughs> and then they move on yeah. and then he just explodes out of the contraption yeah, it just goes get out of here he just goes yeah. oh, and man, that drove me nuts oh, i was so dumb and there's a boat in the basement i don't know how they got in the boat in the end uh, i was like i don't know if i spaced out for a second but then i look back and look why are they in a boat well Where'd i guess that boat? was was that the boat was that the same building that uh that q was in in the no that's a different building? Yeah. Then where'd they get the boat? I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, all of a sudden, oh, they got to get away. Uh, they got a boat. And also, 
Do you trust me? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I, that that's sort of ruining something yeah. at the end. But there's just the biggest <laughs> <No>. convenience. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's a set up convenience, but it's yeah. dumb. It's a dumb fucking payoff. Anyway, this movie's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wrote down two uh, um, people from our Facebook page that commented on a post about <laughs> Spectre about yeah. what did you think? Yeah. James Turpin said it was kind of disappointing, so it sounds like he agrees with you guys. Felt tired after the first half, which had some really good stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, that long shot following Monica Bellucci resulting in those deaths oh, great. was glorious. Really nice, yeah. Um, and Matt Lee Vincent said more than a little on her Magic- Majesty's Secret Service. Don't think uh, it was very well played. Bautista's henchman was great, uh, and he liked Sam Smith's theme song and mm-hmm. said the opening credits fall somewhere between Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Solid Bond film. Uh-huh. So a little bit of divisive yeah. on our Facebook page. I did page. like the song. I thought the song was I thought the song good. was okay, but I only know one other Sam Smith song, Yeah, uh, and it's the big one that everybody knows. The and Tom I, Petty song? What? The Tom Petty. Is he, he's the Tom Petty stealing. The guy guy, that right? had the song that sounds like, yeah, yeah. yeah it won't back down. No. His big song that everybody stay was stay with me, right? stay with yeah. me, yeah, that's won't back down. Yeah, slow down, I won't back down. Oh, I'll be goddamned. Yeah, maybe that's why I really like that song. Totally, but I like <laughs> his voice too. His voice that's is fine. really yeah. pretty. Well, I, I like the song. I like the opening credit sequence. I thought it looked really cool. It, or it, it got did really look cool. cool. It, it looked, yeah, it, it gradually got really cool, and yeah. I liked how how kind of campy it was. Yeah, for sure. Like it felt very Bondy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, Bondy, yeah. uh, Bondy, <laughs> Bandy, James <laughs> Bond. I watched James Beard Spectral. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it was dumb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was as um, dumb as what is that whole thing? I, like, we did. This is a Bond movie. I, just, I knew when I walked out. I'm like that. I will never watch that one again because it wow. is so long wow. and boring, and I yeah. don't care. And nothing. There was. I would watch the opening sequence again. Yeah, because it was fucking and awesome. That's on Netflix, and I've got. And- 15 minutes while I eat my breakfast or something like that, I will watch that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And turn it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was, well, there was a, a couple of little fight sequences that were nicely choreographed, yeah. but uh, but they were a little and few and far between. But... I, I had fun. I, like, I can't say I didn't have fun. Like, I, I wasn't super bored the whole time. But... I was just like, but... <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going, but <laughs> wait a minute! I'm changing my mind. <laughs> Greg, Greg got you. He twisted yeah. your arm. He did it. Uh, yeah, but I was really on the fence. But like when I left, <clears throat> like I got home and and my was like, "How was the movie?" I was like, "Oh, it was good. I liked it. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew about it when I was about like I don't know an hour to go. I'm like. Ah crap! Yeah, <laughs> I Casey, I was like that. I feel like I was like that with Black Mass. Uh, yeah, because I watched mm. it with my brother, and he was like, "I didn't really like it." And I was like, "Really? Why? Uh, that's weird." I kind of li- I liked it, and then I got home, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. It's a weird thing of going to see movies by yourself. Like seeing Black Mass, I was sitting there going, "Like, yeah, I really like this." <laughs> Maybe I think I'm supposed to like this. Do I yeah. like this? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that guy? Um. <laughs> He's this guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, him, uh, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Do you, yeah, do you guys remember that I had to go see Pan? I did I remember, and I can't I, wait. I'm so happy. Pan, yeah. directed by Joe Wright of Hannah, awesome. Atonement, and uh, Anna Karenina, hmm. or uh, previously directed Pan. Uh, this, Anna Karenina was, was uh, a beautiful beautifully shot movie. Hannah is yeah. amazing. I love Hannah. I did not like Atonement. 
I did not like Atome either. I did not Everybody see seems to like it. Yeah, well, everyone seems to be fucking stupid. I don't like it. <laughs> um, hard line on that. Yeah, one. yeah. No, I really didn't like that movie. Pan uh, uh, stars Levy Miller, Hugh Jackson, Garrett Hedlund, uh, Rooney Mara, Amanda Seyfried, and more. And IMDb describes the plot of this film as 12-year-old orphan Peter is spirited away to the magical world of Neverland where he finds both fun and danger and ultimately discovers his destiny to become the hero who will be forever known as Peter Pan. So this is a origin story type movie. Um, my initial thoughts about that was I didn't understand why... Uh, this would be well from the trailers it looked so crazy fantastical and then i was like well if i'm to believe that this is the same like this is a story of somebody before the things i've seen and the things i've seen look a lot more plain than that story that you're showing me in this movie it was one of those things where i was like how did he go from flying around and like like big ships in the sky to like what he does in hook but then I, I imagine they intended this movie to be like, here's our first origin, and then we're going to do the Peter Pan thing maybe later with this style of world. Uh-huh. Um, so I got a lot of notes um, oh because I don't know how to talk about this movie. It's not... I didn't, didn't like it. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just... Um, it's bizarre. It's one of those movies that's just so crazy i can't believe that this is the movie i'm watching that everybody sat around and was like that's fine while at the same time they're being redeeming things about it like it's really weird to talk about like it's crazy this movie is bonkers uh-huh. if you guys saw this movie you would go insane with some of the things like <laughs> like some of the things i'd better not see this yeah. movie some of the I've things, got in, things to do in like my life. before um, I saw this movie. Matt Brown commented on our our discus threads. He said, "Like I kind of wish Gregor Casey had uh, seen this because their uh, heads would have exploded uh, monkeys when they saw this happen or something in the movie." And then I was like, "How dare you think that like my mind can't be blown by a movie?" But then there's things in this movie where I was like, "They would." fucking go nuts if they were watching this right now <laughs> and i'll get to that but basically i've i'd heard it described as like jupiter ascending made for kids but i've never seen jupiter ascending but it's got to see jupiter it seems ascending. like it has that kind of like Please. what the fuck is going on in this yeah. movie kind of thing um it's like equal equal parts bafflingly stupid and weirdly entertaining but also like wholly misguided yeah. <laughs> but you had fun watching it. I did it not have fun watching the whole movie. <laughs> I did movie. not have fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Potpourin. Dune. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, Dan just poked me in the eye yeah. emphatically. No, like, I didn't have fun overall. There was moments where I was like, I like kind of like what they're doing there. I kind of like that sort of fantasy image there. But yeah. in between it all, I was like, what the hell is this fucking movie? Um, I don't even know, like, the execution of it at times is is cool and interesting and other times like no fucking calm down (laughs) like this really feels like one of those leash off movies joe wright is a very visual storyteller hannah is gorgeous and you said uh anna krinner is is really amazing uh visually visually yeah um and this feels like they've said fucking you want to do the pan movie and you have this kind of like you know visionary uh kind of eye for it then go for it yeah. And for me, I wanted to rein him in a little. Right. Yeah. But basically, it starts with Peter Pan being left uh, on the steps of an orphanage by his mother, who's played by Amanda Seyfried. 
And then years later during World War II, Pan and his friend find out that, like, the orphanage uh, house mother is hoarding all this food and not giving it to the orphans. So they try and steal it uh, from her and they get caught. They're going to, like, do this, like, give it to the poor kids kind of thing. But they get caught. And while doing so, Peter finds, like, a letter his mom wrote saying, like, I love you and uh, we'll meet again in this world or another. And then the house mother summons pirates for some reason. And they kidnap all the bad kids. And then all the bad kids get off the kidnapping boat somehow. And then Peter gets captured and taken to Neverland. Uh Uh, This is all done in, like, the the pirate ships float around and, like, swoop and, like, do flips and shit in the air. Like, it's totally magical realism shit. From from the onset. Yeah. But I thought, but isn't that whole part supposed to be grounded in reality? It's more grounded than what it gets to when the pirate ships come in and steal all the kids and stuff. Um, So... That whole escape of, like, he's on this pirate ship and it's, like, getting taken in Everland and, and everybody but him gets off somehow. That is all, like, crazy, fantastic CGI, like, like insanity. And there are moments... And, and it is one of those movies where it's, like, it's so kind of floaty in 3D space. Like, they're mm-hmm. jumping around and fluting and floating and the, and the camera's <laughs> going with it and shit. Like, you know, Turkey I don't know. flutes all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they to explain. Like, you know when it's like, it, when it crosses the line between, um, like, we've just used CGI to make some effects and it uh-huh. becomes like the camera it must be some sort of virtual camera and it's like flying through these environments. Yeah. Like, in crazy swoop around ways. And some of it, I was like, this is really kind of fun in this first few uh scenes um but he ends up getting taken to neverland where blackbeard is played by hugh jackson uh hugh jackman and uh for some reason he makes everybody in neverland like all the like kids and weirdos sing along to nirvana smell like team spirit what yeah so the, he is introduced oh. to oh. all team these spirit? teen spirit <laughs> um this smells like a pot party. <laughs> uh uh Wait, what? Yeah, so like he's I hate I hate that kind of anachronistic bullshit. He shows up bullshit. and it's like all these people are going like <laughs> like in like uh, like thousands of these like CGI wait, what, extras doing that. What, what, and he's singing along like is this like supposed he's to be yeah, well, he's talking about World War 2. No, it's it's 100% uh, anachronistic music choices. They do more that and a more couple of times. starting to sound like some Julie Taymor bullshit. And they do <laughs> and they do Blitzkrieg bop as well at one point. They're like <gasps> Let's go. When he's gonna walk the plank? Oh, uh-huh. uh, that's fucking gross. I, I hate, hate it when they movie. do that. And, yeah. and <laughs> really do. And that that stuff was what Matt Brown must have been talking about. Because uh. when it first happened, you're like, "The fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> you serious?" And because like the movie's not pitched at at like the like the point where I like I don't know like the 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 song choices. There's no reason for them, in my opinion, to be those songs. Those songs are just songs. Like I can't think of a reason why it that nirvana like somebody, song doesn't play into the theme yeah. or it neither does like somebody Blitzkrieg who's Bob. not cool who's like mm, what do cool kids yeah. listen to nirvana yeah. the ramones <laughs> <laughs> i believe is a band you kids enjoy yeah the sexual guns what about that <laughs> sex pistols <laughs> i mean sex pistols <laughs> thank you 
Um, <laughs> Thanks, because I was like, should I have clarified that? <laughs> no, I was like a person like uh, clarifying it to you as the character. <laughs> right. Yeah, you just brought you just I was brought like my hench- joke home yeah. in a way that it, I was like it your, didn't come home on yeah, its own. I was your henchman okay. in the movie that we were in just now, <laughs> being right. like, sir, it's the sex pistols. <laughs> it sounds like an infinitely better movie. Um, and then, so Peter's put to work mining for fairy pixie, pixie dust. Uh, which at, which comes in like like a like a crystal rock form, and they call it Pixum. And then Blackbeard snorts it through this mask thing, so he can stay what? young. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. um, and then Peter befriends uh, James Hook, who is the Hook that we will come to know later. Uh-huh. And he's like an Indiana Jones type, and they're totally friends in this movie and they're totally pitched this this friendship as like nothing will ever happen to Peter and Hook we'll never be enemies ever again (laughs) wink they do become enemies (laughs) yeah this guy yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) James Hook yeah and so he's gotta walk the plank and they're all yelling blitzkrieg bop and, and then he jumps off and flies and doesn't end up hitting the water and then Blackbeard's like you know there's a prophecy that some flying kid's gonna kill me anyway (laughs) (laughs) must be this guy I guess oh but isn't you my flying friend so it's basically like the the gist of the whole plot is it's like the chosen one hero's journey thing and it's just so like it's just you might as well be watching like I don't know. People like Star Wars. Watch Star Wars. Like that's the chosen one fucking hero journey. This is the yeah. exact same thing. Yeah. Um, and it sucks here. <laughs> <laughs> so then Peter and Smee steal some ship and fly away before they're almost murdered by natives. Uh, one of which is Rooney Mara as Tiger Lily. Uh, and she saves them because Pan has a flute pendant around his neck. And then also, I guess, uh, Peter Pan has little faith so he can't fly, which sets mm-hmm. up that he will fly at the end of the movie when he has faith. Mm-hmm. So then Smee's like, yo, Blackbeard, actually, I know where they are, and he betrays them, and then they come and do a battle, and then some people die, and Peter, Hook, and Tiger Lily escape and run into a crocodile, and then they're saved by mermaids, and then the crocodile goes away, and you're like, I'll remember that crocodile from when he bites off Hook's hand in the future. Uh Wink, 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 and then Hook takes off, and he's like, I don't want to do this anymore, and Peter and Tiger Lily go to the fairy kingdom, and Blackbeard's like, yo, I'm here, and they do another battle. Peter escapes and finds Tinkerbell, and he's like, well, we'll be friends. And then they rally the fairy army or something, and Hook comes back, and they're like, let's do a big battle. Let's kill Blackbeard. And they, like, push his boat into a black hole or something. And then Peter and Hook are now the captain of Jolly Roger, go back to London, rescue all the orphans who become the Lost Boys. And Peter and Hook are like, yo, nothing will ever be wrong before between us because we're bestest friends and we'll never be enemies. Wink and... Wow. Never be enemies. Why do we keep winking at each other? Did Doesn't they, matter. Yeah. We've we just been saying wink. <laughs> uh, have they? Did, so do they do like a Marvel thing where like after the credits there's like I don't know crocodile. I didn't wait. I was like I'm out of here. Out of there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's like honestly, there's like I like Joe Wright. Like I fucking love Hannah, mm-hmm. and I keep waiting for him to do another movie like that. Yeah, not like doesn't have to be exactly no, like that, but as good as that because that movie's terrific. And there, like, there's stuff in this movie that I was kind of on board for in terms of some of the action. Like some of it is fun in that kind of like the Tintin movie. I I love that movie. Oh yeah, it was good. And and it has that kind of very like cartoon. We're following all of this action and crazy things are happening all in this one big shot. And some of this stuff has that kind of energy to it. But it's just, I don't, like, it's just, it's just wrong. Like, so much of it just seems wrong. And I understand, 
like I'm not even against the idea of them doing Peter Pan's younger story because at least it's just at least it's not another Peter Pan movie doing the same one that we've seen because we've, we've got like 10 of those movies already yeah of him doing the the thing with Hook all that stuff and I'm not interested in even one of them yeah I've never seen any Peter Pan there's nothing about this story that appeals to me in the least I haven't seen Hook I haven't seen you know I think there was like a British or a made-for-TV one one recently that everybody says is actually the best. There was like an AV Club article. It was like the best one, and no one's ever seen it because it's like you would think it would be bad. I saw Hook when I was a kid, and I liked it, but I'm not going to go back to that. It's probably garbage. Yeah, yeah. I I could not give a fuck. sucks. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah, you just liked it because you were a dumb kid. Yeah, I liked it because I was a dumb kid. (laughs) Because you were young Dan Corman. Yeah. Yeah. And young Dan Corman said, Yeah! Yeah! I was like, Hook, yeah! When they put him in the boo box and put those scorpions, I was like, no! <laughs> yeah. yeah, trying to watch that movie now is, there's some nah, really awkward parts that you're just like, ugh. <laughs> I would wager a guess I'll never see that movie. Mm-hmm. Did, you, you've seen it, though, right? You saw it when you were... No, I've never oh, seen it. Oh, he's never seen, seen any of them. Oh, no. no, yeah, it, listen, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got no desire. No. Uh, yeah, so, I mean... I, uh, <sighs> Yeah, like I understood what they were going for, and I don't know. It's like they. I feel like there's a good movie to make in this world, and they shouldn't have made it just the hero's journey. Yeah. It's just like it, it is literally just too stupid of a plot in terms of it's just like this to this to this to this. Seen it all before, like. But this is a new coat of paint, I guess. Yeah. And sometimes the paint looks cool, but most often you're just like, "This is so dumb. Mm-hmm. Why are you singing these songs? Please shut up." Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great done. Speaking of songs, uh-huh. uh, nice. Last week I gave you guys an album to listen to from 2015 by a band called Helvetia. Yeah. This is their album. Dromomania, their ninth album. Uh, this ninth. is a Seattle band. <laughs> yeah, they've got a lot of albums. Um, basically, this is the name of a band that is run by Jason Albertini. Um, I believe I don't know if it's him or one of the other guys that plays in Built to Spill. I believe he plays in Built to Spill as their bassist right now. Yeah. Um, but ba- they're a mm. long-running band. They were they um, had members of a band from the '90s called Duster, who were kind of like a slow core oh, act. Sure. Um, and, and I really like Duster, but I found them through Helvetia. This is a really good album. I don't think it's their best, but I picked it because I think it's a good sort of step in. It's their latest, and mm-hmm. I think it's really good. And it's one of my favorite albums this year, but it's I, fi- I find it's being slept on a little because it is a lesser-known band, even though yeah. they have nine albums. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So I was just uh, wondering what you guys thought of this album. Well, this album, this is the only album of theirs that I know. I've never heard of this band before. Uh, Never heard this band, obviously, before. So this, you said, isn't their best. No. But I very much think it's their best. (laughs) Uh, I fucking love this album. Awesome. I loved this album. Because this is another, like, I keep doing this to myself where I give you guys albums I've spent a lot of time with, and then I listen to it, like, two or two times after I give it to you, and I have to be like, no, I can't, because I'm listening <laughs> to it as you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. As a, a couple of jerks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, what did you love about it? What, what? I fucking love everything about yeah. it. I love the way the drums sound. I love the choices that the drummer <laughs> makes. Huge into the drums on yeah. this album. Uh, they're junky as fuck, but uh, but really interesting um, choices, drum-wise. Uh, so those happen with these 
the songs would be sort of meandering, except they're not. Yeah. They're very planned out. The riffs are really cool, and what's built around those riffs is really cool. Sometimes it's really off time. Yeah. But it's but there's such a plan for it that you wonder how something that is such a shambles could at once be such a fucking shambles and be so planned. Uh and and I fucking love that. I loved that about this album. Yeah. Um the, there were pretty little things that happen. Nothing happens for very long. Songs aren't very long. Um, I kept finding too that I, I would hear a song and I'd be like, "I gotta, uh, I gotta find out what this song is called." Yeah. But then I'd be like, "I don't want to know," <laughs> because I kept listening to it like this one long piece, uh, and I really fucking dug it as such. Like I, yeah. I, I kind of dug it as this as just this thing that was happening. I don't know how to describe it, but this album fucking just totally hit me in the right awesome. way. Awesome. Well, I'm there, glad. There's one song that I'm really at odds with uh, because I fucking love it. I love the music, but I was like, I don't know that I like, I don't know that the vocal line serves how great the song is. And that's uh, Shower Radio. Okay. Um, I love Shower Radio because I love the, the, the way the music goes. Yeah. Yeah. But then the lyrics start and I'm like. There could be something greater. Well, that was one of the things, because when I was listening to it those few times and I had to shut it off, I was like, I know Casey can be a lyric guy. And I, having been become a huge fan of this band and, and celebrate their entire discography, uh, I don't know much about what their songs are about because all of their lyrics are very kind of samey and distant. But yeah. you can make out what they're saying, but I don't know, like, when I listen to this band, I'm not thinking, like, what's this one about? I, no, you know? I, no I, I never paid attention to the lyrics. Okay. Uh, because, again, I, I found them to be... Uh, they're probably great. There's probably cool things going on. Yeah. But I found it very soundscape-y, yeah. where, where I didn't need to be listening to the vocals. Mm-hmm. I just liked what the vocal line was doing as as its own kind yeah. of instrument. Yeah, I didn't pick up on the lyrics at all, yeah. honestly. Uh, sorry, so I've just been like barfing about this. Yeah. What did you think? <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I didn't. I I wasn't like blown away by yeah. it because it was like some stuff. I was like, this is so good, but it was a really, it was a very up and down record for me. Where I'd be like really into a song. I okay, when I put it on uh, in the house or you know like while I was doing something, I really liked it. And yeah. then when I had headphones on and I was focused on it, some songs I just was like, next please. Like I'm, I'm like I need to, something else to happen. Like it, and it, it was weird because mostly I liked the the slower droney kind of stuff. Like I really went nuts for uh, Pink Finish. Yeah, you know, like I loved it. And then the next song that was like in that sort of style again, I was like it just didn't have the the magic wasn't there or something about the atmosphere wasn't landing for me. But those songs when I listened to it, it was like and while I was you know doing stuff around the kitchen or yeah. something like that and having it playing i liked it as like a background kind of thing so i like it was hard to you know, like different perspectives for how i was listening to yeah. it like in tra- like walking around listening to music with headphones on it was a really bumpy ride but then at home listening to it while doing things yeah like i think it would be an excellent like if i still worked in like a bar it would be yeah. great at work music or you know something see i really loved it in headphones mm. i really loved walking yeah, around to it the production a lot and really yeah Listening to it in headphones is very beneficial because it sounds so good. And I yeah. love how it's put together. It's just, and for an album that, I mean, I'm being, uh, oh, it's a really good album. It's because I'm I'm judging 12 songs because I've, I've had a week to, like, 
critique an yeah. album. Yeah. And so, yeah, I didn't like every song. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. if I just picked this album up and was like, this is an album to listen to, it's really fucking good. Because, yeah. like, I fucking really dig 75% of it. But <laughs> yeah. then the 25% that I find boring is yeah. just like, whatever. But See, yeah. They're, I, they're, I, it's rare. Even, like, most bands that I love don't have all 12 songs being fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's just not a thing, you know? It's funny. I never found it boring, but there, there are those moments like in... Um, in uh, the song I just mentioned, fucking. Well, I when I when you were saying Shower the kind radio. of uh, the, Shower radio, yeah. There's there's little moments where I'm just kind of like, oh, I wish I wish this part had been a little thought, a little better thought sure. out because everything else about it uh, is is so interesting and so cool yeah. and works as this one sonic fucking this one waveform of of, yeah. of information of musical information <laughs> that just fucking hit me in just the yeah. right yeah. fucking way I feel like I want more time with this because I will listen to this game yeah. I, dig it. I love the first track it's so so, so yeah. good that, that well the, when you were saying the repetitive thing I like when I first listen to the second track which yeah. is go has that like for like a so long cool. time yeah. but then it like I, when I first heard that song I was like whoa is this just gonna be this the whole time but then they sort of like hard change it yeah 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 Super good. I like that song a lot. But uh, I, I, when I like my, I listened to this immediately after. Uh, yeah, uh, it was uh, handed out to us last week. I went, the next morning on my way to work, I went yeah. right into it, and I was like, I don't know about this. Like, I'm not <laughs> nuts about it. I like, it started strong, and then it started going by track three or four somewhere. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but by the end of the week, after I'd listened and listened to it like six times or something like that, I, I was liking it a lot more. So I feel like it's a. Yeah, know. it might be a, a you know an album just it takes time to get used to. It's, it's one a of those grower, not a show. Yeah, huh? and <laughs> it's a grower, not a show. Yeah. Huh? What? <laughs> well, you know Dune. What did? But there was a <laughs> there was a bunch of times where I was like listening to it where it was like I wish I was like halfway into a bottle of red wine or yeah. like still into weed. Yeah, because I was <laughs> oh, like, I yeah. could, I w- if I had like no if I had no responsibilities and like a lot of weed right now. I would be really into this. Right oh now. yeah, like, and, and just Definitely. a day to walk around the whole city. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, uh, Honestly, yeah. and and I get what you mean by putting it on at work because I listen to this band a lot at work, and their music is really suited for that kind of duality of like, am I yeah. going to listen to it in my headphones or am I going to put it on the background? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely recommend. I love like they have yeah, a couple man. albums that what's, are. What's your favorite by them? I will listen to that. Um, it's so hard. Uh, I so. <laughs> The the one that they made before this, Nothing and Rambling, in 2012 was very good and yeah. is sort of along the lines of this uh, yeah. kind of album. But for me, uh, it's so hard to pick. Helvetia's sure. Junk Shop, 2009, is really good. Yeah. And On the Lamb, 2011. It's one of those bands, they have so many records. They were crazy prolific through the, like, 2006, 2 in 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12. They were on, like, a album or two a year cycle for a while. So they are one of those bands where they threw a ton of stuff out. Um, but I would definitely say Junk Shop and On the Lamb are really, really good. All right. um, so definitely check those yeah, out. Check or and, and or just jump to anyone uh, and just see what's up. And if you don't like it, put a different one on. Because they are that kind of band that you can find your own path into their music. All right. um, but there's a ton of stuff to work through. Cool. And again, I'm definitely, definitely going to... Super consistent and, and put out a lot of great albums. And they are one of... Uh, uh, one of those bands where when you hear a Helvetia album, it's like this is their album. Like as soon as yeah, I hear one very, of their songs, uh, I'm like, nope, this is them. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> they, they have a sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I 
ugh, I toyed around so long trying to think of what to give you guys this week. Uh, I had a ton of stuff written down, but I figured that I would continue on this 2015 journey through this year's music. So I'm giving you guys an album called Foil Deer by a band called Speedy Ortiz that I really love. Yeah, I got one of their albums. I got one of their albums, too. Yeah. Uh, was there an album last year? Yeah, Major Arcana. Yeah, yeah. I got that album. I didn't so, like it. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> well, here you go. Enjoy <laughs> this. <laughs> no, maybe this will be a I really, uh I really love this band, and I think this... I, I actually like that album more than this, so I'll be oh, interested right. to hear what you mm. say about this one. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it is one of those step-up albums where everybody was talking about them after that first album, but now everybody's talking about them. Yeah. yeah man, now I'm wondering. I should have went with one of these other ones. Oh, well. No, no. Too it'll bad. Be inter- it'll be interesting. Yeah, to, uh, I'm interested to, see, to hear. Because so- sometimes there is an album like where I, like, I'll hear... I think that happened with Dinosaur Jr., actually. I heard uh, Where You Been, and I didn't like it. Yeah. And then I heard... I can't... Maybe it was uh, You're Living All Over Me or something. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, that was a better inroad, and yeah. then and then I ended up. This was being an album totally in love with Foil Deer. I I because I loved their last album, and I put this one on a few times, and kind of put it on the back burner, and then went back to it this week, and was like, I got to hear what they got to think about this because I'm mm. coming back around on this one. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. All right. All right. That's it. All right. Yeah. Now we're gonna roll. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Greg, what are we rolling for? Uh, Something exciting is most likely coming out. Yeah, most likely coming out <laughs> in Toronto. Yeah, spotlight. Uh, according to TorontoMovies.ca. Anyway. Yeah, uh, spotlight. Yes, right? this movie stars uh, Mark Ruffalo mm-hmm. and uh, Michael Keaton. I'm saying their names weird. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I was yeah. doing the thing. Dune. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. uh, but if it doesn't come out, we'll do a winner's choice. We'll do winner's yeah. choice. Yeah. Lots of stuff to catch up on. And uh, yeah. But you know, tis the season. Yeah. To, tis, uh, tis not quite yet the season. Tis <laughs> not quite yet the season to so watch. Uh, it's a good season. Tis yeah. the season for sweeping failed uh, Christmas movies under the rug just yeah. before Thanksgiving. It's yeah. ra- you know, nothing more like a rainy early November Friday to go check out a Christmas movie <laughs> called, uh, what was it? Love the... Uh, love oh, thy, man, love thy Coopers? Oh, love from the... Love the Coopers. Love the Coopers. Love the uh, Coopers. Uh, the Coopers. Yeah. Love the Coopers. Love the Coopers. I love the Coopers. <laughs> love the Drake. Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah. You can't. You can't re-gift family. You can't, you can't do it. re-gift family. No. Yes. Now, re-gifting is something that was introduced to us by uh, the popular sitcom Seinfeld. Yeah. They've used it here to describe what you can't do with your family. Yeah. <laughs> and the family's wrapped up like a gift. Yeah, <laughs> on the poster. From and, and a more lovable group of ragtag misfits I have you will not that. find wrapped up in a bow. Uh, from the writer of Stepmom, I Am Sam, Fred Claus. Oh, no. And, and she also directed I Am Sam. Fred Claus. Oh, my God. I Am Sam is the worst. <laughs> that movie's hilarious. It's, it's, that movie's offensive. That's what it is. Uh, so... Casey, you rolled first this week. Right on those records. I'm going to roll on Jeff. Yeah. Nobody understands that. Nope. Because they can't (laughs) see this. I explained it once. (laughs) The record we're rolling on says Jeff on it. They wrote it in marker. That's a six. Six. All right. I'm rolling. 
That's a three. Three. Mm-hmm. Daddy's safe. I'm daddy in this instance. That's an eight. eight. All right. Ooh. All right. Fuck you, Greg. You you gave me my st- this. I you've transferred this streak to me somehow. <laughs> Jesus. Is, how many weeks is it? Three. This is. I think is it three or four? It's up there. Guys, three? I'm having a great time. <laughs> yeah, you have gone a I hate long you. time without losing. Yeah, yeah, a real long time. Yeah. We need a better rolling situation. I don't like these records. <laughs> There's no bounce to him. Write yeah. Steve on that record. Yeah. <laughs> Rename that record. I'll only roll on Kevin from now on. Uh, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Well, I hope you hate that album. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because when I like the albums and you hate them, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> Damn it. All right. I'm changing my album, too. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, next week I will check out Love the Coopers. What's it about when four generations of the Cooper clan come together for their annual Christmas Eve (laughs) celebration? I don't care. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Who wrote this thing? Let's see. Oh, also uh, wrote Stepmom. Oh, Kate and Leopold. P.S. I love Kate and Leopold. I saw that. Coopers. Hope floats. A lot of talent here. I had to watch Kate and Leopold as a, yeah. a, a losing movie. Did you think That's it right. was smart and sexy, like this person said? <laughs> it was a losing movie. Yeah. They got two thumbs up. Yeah. Can't be wrong. Oh, one P.S. For Kate, I love you. I saw that Leopold. fucking piece of shit. Huh. That movie really, really sucks. So, so bad. Great. And I listen, I can watch a fucking rom-com. I got no problem with it. It's I'm pretty enjoyable. selective with my rom-coms. Yeah, yeah. Guys, look at, I love you is a pile Look of at this shit. poster for Love the Coopers. It's got a dog who's been up to no good with oh, the Christmas tree. Do that tree. Hey. Knock the tree over. But the cast is amazing. Yeah. Like uh, uh, Alan Arkin, John Goodman, Ed Helms, Diane Keaton. I don't know who Jake Lacey is. Uh, Anthony Mackie's great. Amanda Seyfried is great. June Squibb is amazing. Yep. Uh, Marissa Tomei is always good. Oliver yep. Wilde's great. It's a great cast. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, but is it's this not lo- going to be. <laughs> no. <laughs> great movie. Yeah. No. Well, great. Great. Now, Casey. I'm sure June Squibb will play one hell of a wacky grandma. Yeah. I mean, I, she'll probably rap at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Give some of the. Oh, actually, you know what? I saw that. I did actually see the trailer for this because it was like I was watching trailers and I saw it just a name for a movie I didn't know and I clicked on it yeah. and I, I seem to recall one of the running gags is that um, one of one of the fa- they're like one of the family members kids uh, really likes to swear uh-huh. and then they're in a store and, and the, the, the kid swears over the intercom great because it's like you shouldn't swear your kid yeah because he's a kid Cause, yeah it's don't swear your kid you're subverting you're expectations you're like not an adult the adults can swear your kid, kid don't swear but a kid's gonna not gonna swear. Yeah. Dune. <laughs> Dune. <laughs> uh, pot. Curry. <laughs> uh-huh. I say it how it's spelt. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> mm. <laughs> really, Andrew Dice Clay. Hey, I don't give a fuck. Hey, I well, fucked him. <laughs> Casey. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would be the point where we would throw it over to 90210 Yeah Relay, but this yeah. Week not it's this week. 90210. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a mishap with the with the YouTube episode that had been mislabeled, yep. and, we, and, and one of us accidentally got a sneak peek at the uh, season finale. So a we, long sneak peek. Yeah, yeah, so halfway through, 
Casey, cut that off. Yeah. Cut it out. I I, uh, Dave Coulier'd that thing. I cut it out. And... Uh and we'll we'll join in next week on a regularly scheduled programming. The YouTube video said it was uh, episode twenty eight, and it even had the same title. So yeah. I'm like, I'm in, and I'm halfway through it before I realize that the that I'm only halfway through that episode. Yeah, the episode's an hour and a half long. Yeah, I'm like, what's going on here? You can't. You know what? Those uh, those YouTube they fucked me over on that CBS yeah. playlist too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But now really? I got Hulu. I'm all happy. Why doesn't uh, Netflix know we're doing this? I know. Fucking nine hundred two. They used to, and then they went away. Used to be on there. It was went so to Hulu. Convenient. Yeah. I don't have Hulu all right of it now. On Hulu? All of it's on Hulu. Really? But I don't. You gotta like you gotta you gotta you gotta finagle it to get the Hulu yeah, you for realsies. Use PayPal's and yeah. sneakies. Yeah, PayPal's <laughs> and sneakies. <laughs> get out all your PayPal's and your sneakies. It's not illegal. I'm paying for it. I was um, just floating around on Hulu. <laughs> I was floating around on my sneakies <laughs> and uh, found me some Hulu. I love me some sneakies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I don't even have uh, I don't even have. Unblock us or anything right now. What? So a weird thing happened with my Unblock us where uh, I kept getting these emails saying uh, Unblock us has refunded your money for the past however many months or something. And I'm like, you, you're watching too much garbage. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't like. What's wrong we, don't, with you, we, we, we don't watch your business. <laughs> yeah. uh, you gonna watch Kate and Leopold? Yeah. Fuck you. We don't want Just you around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then it's like, we, we refund all of your money now get out. And then they just closed down my account. What? Uh, it was, it was paid on time. Like it was paid directly uh, through PayPal out of my account. What's your account number? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to get to the bottom of that. What's your credit card number? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what, guys? Let's really get into my personal finances yeah. and, uh, and see what went wrong. This is, this is totally like unrelated. Off the rails. Uh, this just came to me. What's your PIN number? <laughs> <laughs> Completely unrelated. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, so... so that's, uh, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really weird. And and then I just... Maybe it was bothered. the government saying, stop stealing uh, America's movies. Uh, well, <laughs> we then, don't got enough good here in Canada for you? Yeah, you can't read your family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't, government. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. Uh... So, uh, yeah, that happened. Did you try and make a new account? Uh, no, not yet, because I've just been dealing with everything on... Um, Too busy watching Kate and Leopold. Uh, uh, <laughs> over and over. Uh-huh. Um, I've been dealing... There's been a lot of good stuff I've been dealing with on... Um, Canadian. Good old Canadian. Canadian. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been dealing with that, but next week that could all change because I don't know if Canadian Netflix is going to get A, the new John Mulaney special, which mm-hmm. I'm super excited about uh, and B, with Bob and David. Oh, mm. They gotta, right? They don't... I don't know. They they had Master of None, so... I don't think yeah. that they launch anything big like that only in only America. In America. Is, that, is, is Bob and David, is that... Uh, Netflix. That's Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it'll be on Netflix. Yeah, I don't uh, think... Yeah. yeah. So Did you guys see any of the sneak preview sketches? And no, stuff? no. Yeah, I Mark, watched one. My uh, my uh, brother in law said it feels like the show never left. Yeah, no, it's exi- like tonally. I yeah, I couldn't watch. You know, want to know? You want to know what the funniest thing about it was? They put sketches on YouTube, and people in the comments were like, "Because it because the sketch I watched was a like shot on location thing that they would have thrown to in yeah. the the Mister Show setup, right? Um, and and so there's laughing. As they did in every episode of Mr. Show ever yeah. made. And yeah. everybody on the YouTube comments were like, ugh, if they put a laugh track on it, fuck you, Netflix, or whatever. And it's like, oh, what a bunch that's of- what the show has always been. Yeah. 
Oh, nope. God, I hate people. People are uh, not uh, very bright. <laughs> I see the uh, New Year's resolution sketch. No. Don't say, don't, don't, please. I, I, the I've only sketch I them. watched was the one where he's in the car trying to get the cop to no. beat him up. No, <laughs> I didn't see that either. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I've been avoiding the, the sketches. The one where the aliens come down and then, like, pick up all that peanut butter was crazy, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that does sound funny. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers, though, no spoilers. Yeah. Um... But uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know that there's a show that I've watched over and over and over and over and over as obsessively as Mr. Show. If there is, it's the British version of The Office, which I watched over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, there was a point where I could just sit and watch Mr. Show and just recite every single line with every single in, episode. in college uh, when I was also under the influence. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of influences being influenced, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, so I'm. I needless to say, that's what I'm doing next week. Yeah, yeah, for the rest of my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hope you live longer than a week, buddy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be real sad. If yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I think that checks out. Oh, he checks, <laughs> checks out. Yeah. He checks your pulse. Yeah, yeah. checks out. <laughs> a week. Like that fits your timeline. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get in the rest of my Casey time in a week. Yeah. <laughs> November 2015. This yeah. is what I kind of had pegged. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying oh, I wouldn't this be is... sad. I just won't be surprised. This is what this is what Greg had planned for you. <laughs> this is about uh, November 2015. About when I planned when I'd kill Casey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's on my calendar. Yeah, yeah. I've was... been telling you about it for years. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Greg. Yeah, you had a great run. Uh, but, uh, good, not great. I had a run. <laughs> six, six and a half, a se- se- seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now it's time to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else? It's time for uh, ending this episode. Uh, oh, but I forgot to tell you guys about a movie I watched. What did you watch, guys? Dune. I, I saw. Yes, <laughs> I saw um, the Fantastic Four movie. Oh yeah, yeah. What the the, the new, new one? one? Oh, did you not? Who saw it before? I saw it in theaters. Oh, so. well, yeah. yeah. Tell, tell me how much you enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. <laughs> really? No, no, it was pretty fun. I liked yeah. it. Uh, Up until the ending, well, I yeah, thought it was great. horrible. Yeah, the ending's really yeah. stupid. Up- <laughs> the whole thing, sorry, is really stupid. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, the, the whole character of Reed Richards is yeah. uh, uh, fucking dumb as... Fuck. Yeah. There's nothing. There's never going to be a, a filmed version of that character that looks cool. Mm. Um, and ever since, I thought they got pretty close on this one. I thought I liked that they were tra- fucking. Dumb. I liked that they were trying to make it instead of cool. They were trying to make it like, holy shit, what's going on with me? Uh, yeah, but I think that, or maybe there's a way to do it. I don't know, but this was not the way I thought it. Just looked no. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, this was. It was so dumb and so. Uh, took itself a little too seriously, but it was trying to have some kind of fun. It was fun enough. I just think it's a missed opportunity because I felt like the tone that they were going for worked for me a lot throughout. Uh, like yeah. when when Doom shows up and he's blowing people's heads up and shit, I was like, "This is awesome!" Yeah, I, I kind of thought uh, uh, like again, I don't have a lot of allegiance yeah. to the to the story or anything like that. I thought Doctor Doom was cool. Yeah, or, or Doom was he just Doom? I don't know. Doom. <laughs> we made it 
I had another movie I was going to bring up that you brought that up, but now I feel like we should just end on that. <laughs> <laughs> that, what, that is a pretty good ending. But no, what do you have? Uh, well, no, I was going to mention that I watched 8mm for the first time. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I'd always wanted to see it when I was a kid. That's I remember like it. sleazy porno. Yeah. Nicholas Cage Joel investigating. Yeah, investigating a snuff yeah. film. Yeah. Because I remember when I saw it, I saw like trailers for it when I was a kid, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That looks crazy. I didn't like that movie. I liked it. Yeah, uh, I I don't think I've ever liked a Joel Schumacher movie. Oh, there's tons of movies about him that I like. Yeah, yeah everybody likes Lost Boys. Everybody likes yeah. Falling Down. Tigerland's a good movie. Uh, I don't really like. I like Lost Boys enough, but I don't yeah, like it a lot. It's a bad movie, yeah. but it's a fun bad. movie. I love uh, yeah. Phone Booth. As we've I've documented never before, I've never seen Phone Booth. I didn't like Phone Booth. I don't know if you can watch Phone Booth now. Like if it if it'll work. <laughs> The tape? Like the DVD, I think it scratched. <laughs> you just get another copy I think it's, I, I don't know. I scratched it up pretty good. <laughs> I don't why know. I why don't wouldn't it work? Anybody because can... it's in a phone booth Because I think it, we are anymore? now at a point where anybody watching it now will just be like, pick up your fucking cell phone. But I remember. I know. I'm not. I know. But that's uh, some people can't suspect. Yeah, I don't. Complete. I don't watch Citizen Kane and go <laughs> pick well, up, your, pick cell up your cell phone, idiot. Yeah, you but it's not all... about that. <laughs> Why don't you tweet Rosebud, <laughs> you idiot? Hashtag Rosebud. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag my sled. <laughs> Spo- hashtag spoiler alert. Hashtag lols. <laughs> hashtag spoiler alert. Should have put that hashtag spoiler alert before my sled. <laughs> hashtag spoiler sled. Um, I know, but Citizen Kane isn't predicated around a fucking piece of technology like the phone booth. Uh, no. The printing press. I know, yeah. but, oh, but it's not like he's trapped on the printing press. How's he going to get out? <laughs> Come on. Oh, wait. I might not be thinking of the right movie. <laughs> You're thinking of The Mangler. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we got our goofies out. Uh. <laughs> Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, please go to modernsuperior.com for all of your goofies uh, needs and uh, check out all the other shows on there. Uh, there are new episodes of Flight School. We still got that live Let's Scare Matthew Price. Flight School. There. More, More like nah, Flight School. <laughs> I believe they mentioned something on the uh, on Modern Superior about that saying like, about that how not, awesome they're not going to do that. Was, <laughs> about how that was the funniest thing they've ever yeah. heard. About uh, you're welcome, everyone. Yeah. I think they said something about maybe like remixing us saying that or something. They were like, listen to the next episode. We're going to do something, I think, with that. We'll All see. right. Um, but yeah, lots of stuff up there to listen to. Follow us on Facebook.com at SYNWPC as well as on Twitter. And uh, as always, oh, actually, before... As always, don't forget, if you've listened to this long, tell us your favorite funny things we said this episode so we can put them on our Facebook page as images. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, We had a really us. good one. Uh, tell us we're funny. From one of the flight school ladies, they gave the quote of Greg's last week where he was talking about uh, Michael Myers and saying, yeah. like, yeah. why does he have a car? And, like, yeah, I am the most evil. And where are my keys? That was, <laughs> that's a good one. Go check it out on Facebook. Share those images. Yeah. Yeah. And as always... We'll see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. Au revoir. Au revoir, Spectre. Pot Puri. Pot Puri. Doom. This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network.
Check your microphone. Check, Do it for check, everyone. Check, check. Everyone loves checking on check. the microphone. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.